tend to remember moments and romanticize them with our cluster B. We tend to think about the positive. We try to find the positive. But when do we actually start healing with the negative? When do we start looking at moments as they really are? Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. I'd like to start out with a saying that I kind of caught my attention the other day. And it goes like this. You start healing when you stop asking why they are toxic and abusive and accept that they are. Then you ask yourself how and when. The how and when must become more important to you. The why will keep you stuck. And that ties in with today's podcast about moments. We tend to, I guess it's kind of a defense mechanism or maybe a way of trying to help us not see the truth, keep us in the fog. We tend to romanticize. If you look on the internet and you read on boards, bulletin boards, people posting that they remember the good times. They remember the cluster B as being a wonderful person. And why did they change? And how did they change? And is it my fault? Well, folks, it's not your fault. I look at the album now, my moments album, as I call it, and I am hard pressed to find any time any time that I was truly happy in this relationship. And we're talking 21 years plus. When you come out of the fog, which I have, it is an incredibly painful experience because now you're remembering all the moments. It's almost like a relapse. It's almost like post-traumatic stress disorder. That's why people talk about PTSD because you do suffer it. It's complex PTSD. PTSD is defined usually as a moment, an occasion, well, not an occasion, but an event that has caused trauma to you. But this is ongoing. That's why it's complex. You have so many traumas that you constantly rehash and think about. And most of us, when the person leaves the relationship or we end the relationship, that's when we start to think about it because we're still in the fog. But when you come out of this fog, it is incredibly painful when the mask is removed and you look back and understand their behaviors. Well, now I can actually see it for the truth that it is. So it is painful. It is painful for judgment day to come when you look at your relationship and you are looking at it objectively and rationally. You're not looking at it from a trauma, from the perspective of a trauma victim, praying and hoping and pleading. How can you get them back to the way that they were? They never were that way. It wasn't real. And that's been the most difficult thing to impart to myself and that I have to impart to you. You're living a lie. And I know that that is so difficult to accept because I've told you that the the varying emotions, if you listen to my previous podcasts, especially the last few, the last three or four, you can see the pain. You can see the realization that I've come to, the honesty. My wife left our bedroom over a year ago. She hasn't come back. 
And I could sit here and say, well, you know, it's because I did this, I did that. And maybe if I plead with her, she'll come back. It's not normal. That is not a normal relationship. For somebody to tell you repetitively that they don't like you, that's not normal. That's not a normal, loving relationship. For somebody to tell you that they wouldn't choose you as a friend, that's not normal. That's abuse. And so, yeah, those are things that my wife has told me in the relatively near past, not something five years ago, 10 years ago in a rage. This is something she's told me just a few months ago, back in December. That's not normal. So it's very painful to come to the realization that what you have, not what you had, but what you have is not a normal, balanced, loving, give and take relationship. It is a give and they take relationship. And I had to come and I have come to the realization that my wife is perfectly happy with the circumstance. She has absolutely no obligation to me since she has left the bedroom. We're essentially roommates. We coexist in this household and she couldn't be happier. She couldn't be happier because she has no obligation to me. She doesn't have to feel guilty. She can just exist and I can be her supply. And yeah, is it hurtful? Sure. Sure it is. It's on a daily basis because that's a deal breaker to me now. It wasn't before. Before I was like, oh, okay, maybe I can make this work. Maybe I can change her. And I've come to the realization, and I've said this before in previous podcasts, that if she came back into the bedroom, it wouldn't change anything. Yes, she would physically be there, but it wouldn't be a normal relationship between a husband and a wife, between a couple, between two people that are intimately connected. It wouldn't be. And so I've come to that conclusion. It doesn't make it any less hurtful or any less disappointing, but that's the realization I've come to. And that's the realization that you have to come to. Isn't that why you're listening to this podcast or are you listening to this podcast to experience somebody else's pain? You have to think about that. You're looking for answers. You're looking for comparisons. A lot of the emails that I received to my inner torch at gmail.com are people that have said, yes, you know what? You make sense. Yes. You know what? It's, it's, it kind of jives with me now. And yes, you know what? I've decided to change my circumstance because I see through your lens that no change is going to come. It's very sad. Renee Swanson, who publishes a podcast, she produces a podcast every single week. You can find her on Spotify, Renee Swanson. She makes a lot of sense and she really helped me understand that there's no chance of reconciliation. She was with a covert narcissist. She was married to one. Now she wants to help other people much like I do to get out of the fog, to get out of this mirage, this lie that all of us are living. 
And she eventually did divorce her husband, who was a covert narcissist. And she made perfect sense to me when I listened to one of her podcasts last year, when she said there is no reconciliation because there isn't. I know now that my wife is not going to change. She has discarded me. She has detached and she has devalued and she's not coming back. She's here. She's here every day. And I can't challenge her. You know, maybe some people would say, well, why can't you discuss it with her? Why can't you say, hey, I feel abandoned. Well, if I did that, we'd go into Darvo. She'd become the victim. She wouldn't sit there and say, let's talk about this. Why do you feel this way? Immediately, she'd become defensive. She'd refute it because it doesn't match her reality. And as I said before, her circumstance is perfectly fine. It's okay. It's okay that we don't share anything other than space. It's okay that we don't have a real relationship. It's okay for her to masquerade as a wife, which she does out in public. And I've said this in many, many podcasts before you, if you met her individually or you met me individually, you wouldn't sit there and say, oh my gosh, you guys are in trouble. Oh my gosh, you have a bad marriage because we tend to hide it. My wife won't sit there and tell you, oh gosh, I haven't been with my husband in over a year. No, she wouldn't say that. And I don't go out there and broadcast that. But when I talk about my wife, I find it very disjointed. I don't talk about her as a partner. She's just my wife in title. It's sad. So you have to think about your circumstance. That's the purpose of this podcast. My inner torch. The energy has to come from you. The willingness to change your circumstance has to come from you. It's not going to come from your cluster B. Simply put. And I hate to be the reality check for you. I really, really do hate to be the reality check. I hate to be the wet rag. I wish I could be one of those podcasts who tell you, don't worry, it's going to be okay. Don't worry if you leave them or they leave you, they're going to be thinking about you because they won't, because they don't care, because they will find another supply. They will move on. Whether they're borderline or they're a narcissist, they usually have another plan in place and it doesn't include you. And you're left reeling because you bought into a reality that didn't exist. And that's the long and short of it. That's the simplicity of it. We've all lived in a world that they created and then they took it away from us. It's as simple as that. We believed in that world. We loved that world. We loved the attention. We loved to be their everything because at the end of the day, whether you like it or not, you were a partner in this relationship. You aided and abetted them. You gave them what they wanted. You are codependent in the relationship. Maybe you're not codependent outside of the relationship. But I can tell you right now, I am codependent. 
I am trauma bonded. I was trauma bonded. I am no longer because I'm working through that trauma, but I am still codependent because I am still in this relationship. I haven't left it. So I am aiding and abetting the illusion that my wife creates each and every day and that she lives in. That's the long and short of it. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch.